1: Forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for fifteen percent off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Okay, so this podcast is going to sex. be sex. E is um, on S Factor, which is kind of like an erotic empowerment, seductive dance slash whole work, loving floor your work. body for all that it is yeah, it has all this, that you are this component that's like about you know self care and taking care of ourselves and is much more um geared towards tapping into like feminine seduction um, but we have the one of the teachers of S Factor because S Factor seems like it's all over the place. Um, but we have someone that teaches S Factor here in Santa Cruz and her name is Elise. And, um, we talk all about it. And April and I actually went and took an S Factor class, which is awesome. And, uh, kind of fun because we had to do this well you'll hear it in the podcast but we have to do this sexy walk to and from the mm-hmm. pole and they told
0: us to look like we were drunk <laughs> so, drunk ass walking I was really good at that she was really good she <laughs> I funny. actually saw her at the grocery store in, like two days ago and she's like oh my god I can't stop thinking about your drunk walk <laughs> it was so good it was also slightly awkward
1: it was uh, well, yeah well, you were you were putting like a lot of extra emphasis into it and I think you're really tapping into kind of how you would walk if you were really drunk.
0: Yeah, and I started walking with a limp like a total
1: gangsta. She had, a, yeah, kind of like a gangsterling. It reminded me of a combination of like sexy plus gangsterling plus, Slash you know, that, s- that Seinfeld episode. No, not Seinfeld. Wrong person. Um, Friends episode where Phoebe runs.
0: Oh, yeah, where she's like all like, <laughs> Or
1: the Seinfeld episode when when Elaine dances with the thumbs. Oh yeah. Kind of a combination of all of <laughs>
0: those. <thumbs. laughs> I'll have to Yet practice still that.
1: sexy. She wore this like matching outfit with her midriff showing. It was really hot. <laughs> but she kind of had this like swagger going on. You are really good at the pole stuff. You are good at the pole stuff. You were. No, you were. So anyways, <laughs> this is the podcast. Um, it's going to talk about erotic empowerment, some pole work, some seductive, sexy dancing,
0: and it um, should be quite juicy. But we have some also, on a, on a, before we start the podcast, we have a really awesome opportunity coming up. What's the opportunity, Chip? Chip? We are doing a YouTube Live. Oh, that's true. 420 420, um, at four twenty. And four twenty, which is the same 10, 10.
1: week that this podcast comes out, I believe, which is super exciting. Yeah. So this is a um on on four twenty, so April twentieth, four PM Pacific Standard Time on YouTube, YouTube Live, and we will have some questions that you've already sent us that we will be answering on YouTube Live via um some audio and video combination. And if you log in during that time, you can actually ask us questions directly through the chat box, I believe. So this is your opportunity to interact directly with us, or if you've sent us questions and we have not answered, this is your opportunity to have them answered. I believe it records them too. So if you don't log in during that time, you can actually watch the episode later. And
0: it's pretty, it's pretty easy to like actually tune in or ask questions if you want to do that. And it's also the first time we've ever done it and we'll be on video. So it's not just audio. So you'd see April's super beautiful, sexy, hot, delicious face. That's right. I'll make sure I really fill in my brows that day.
1: She's got some brows and they look real good.
0: Uh, Define brows are super in right now. Oh, my God. So if you want to watch
1: the YouTube live video, the ways to do it, one, go to our website, shamelesssex.com. There should be a link on there directing you to the YouTube live video. It would just be there the day of. Uh, number two, go to YouTube and look up Pure Pleasure Shop, and it should be on there when you click on Pure Pleasure Shop. Pure Pleasure Shop is the sex shop that I co-own with my mother, mother daughter own awesome, super awesome sex shop in Santa Cruz. You can go to purepleasureshop.com to learn more, and if you use coupon code Shameless PP
0: in all caps, you get 15% off of anything that you buy. Voila! And it's a nice website. I mean, it's like, it's, beautiful. it's easy to navigate You can look at things. Stunning. There's, I mean, listen to our um, Sex Toy 101 episode from the beginning. We talk a lot about different sex toys to own and buy, but getting 15% off is quite helpful.
1: Quite a deal. Get your Uber Lube and Hot Octopus. Also, everyone, we have a couple things we want to share an offering for a contest to win some sex toys that we'll share in one moment. Um, and an event, if you live in Santa Cruz or near Santa Cruz, I'm co-teaching an event on Sunday, May 6th. And this is a Tantra in Motion workshop. I'm co-teaching it with Daniel Molnar, who runs Ecstatic Dance here in Santa Cruz. Um, he's a phenomenal teacher and he's bringing the contact improv,
0: He's like world renowned. He's, yeah. Right? I mean, for teaching.
1: He's amazing. He's yeah. an amazing teacher. Yeah. He's, yeah. People that he's sought after all over the world. They he's want like to go an and He's like an
0: energetic teach. junkie. Like you get addicted to his energy. And he's just such a kind,
1: wonderful human, but he's a wonderful teacher. And so he's bringing the contact improv and the dance component, but mostly contact improv, which is a very close kind of sensual dance, but it usually isn't incorporated with sexy. It's just very close. Your bodies are always touching as you dance. You have, you need zero skills. It's not like a coordination thing. It's a presence thing. And I'm bringing in the Tantra, and we're doing a one-day full workshop from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the upstairs Redwood Room at the Vets Hall. Um, And you can sign up or learn more if you go to Pure Pleasure Shop's website, so purepleasureshop.com. You can sign up there. We have an early bird rate um, that will expire, I think, in a week or so. Uh, so you want to get that early bird weight, but come in and dance with us and learn with us. And we've done this uh, multiple times. This is our first full day offering, but it's a really good way to what get fully that? immersed.
0: It is Sunday, May 6th in Santa Cruz at the Vets Hall upstairs. So go get, you know, get... Recovery after your Cinco de Mayo hangover. Yeah, there you go. And go work it out and and learn something and dance it out. Yeah, you, sounds it, awesome. It's,
1: it's a good way. There'll be a lot of connection exercises. A lot of you'll learn a lot about tantra. You'll learn some sen- sensual dance, and so we kind of get to turn up the the heat and the erotic. I teach everyone that seduction piece that I like to do. Oh yeah. So I'm super excited. Just want to put that out there. And then April will
0: share about our contest coming up. So we talked about on um an episode a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, running a cockring contest because Hot Octopus just launched two amazing cockrings. The reviews are in; not one single bad review thus far about the cockring. It's been selling like really well, but not only uh, aside from sales, um, it is actually just a beautiful functional product. And I think it is actually I know I can say with 100% certainty it is the best cockring on the market to date. It's rechargeable, waterproof. Um, it's got like fifteen functions and it's soft and it's gorgeous. Someone called it. Oh, Connor. We were on Connor's podcast. Um Connor Moore of The Realist oh, Podcast.
1: Yeah, and by the time this goes out, we've it's already been aired.
0: It's okay, but yeah. we were on there. Perfect, yeah. Uh-huh. And um he said it was like I gave him one and um he said it was like the I the apple of
1: Cockerings. Yes, you can't quote us, Apple. Don't sue us for that one. But no. he said it. He said it. We did it. He said <laughs> it.
0: So the iPod of Cockerings. So it's beautiful. And we're going to be giving one away. It's valued we're at giving $5 million. We're actually giving five away. Yeah. And the details of the contest are this between April 17th, 2018, and April 24th, yes. when we post Instagram posts, anybody who likes, you have to do three things like the post, reshare the post, and tag Shameless Sex Podcast on Instagram. And you will be entered to win the five of these cock rings.
1: Yeah, we're giving away five. It's going to be a a raffle. We'll enter your name into a raffle.
0: And each of them are $100. We can talk about them more. But um, FYI, you can check them out. They're the Atom... And the Atom Plus, and we'll give away five Atom Pluses. And you can go to Hot Octopus with two S's dot com and check them out on the website. But they are fantastic; you won't want to miss those. So again, Instagram contest. We'll announce the winner uh probably on our podcast.
1: We'll, we'll announce it on Instagram. On Instagram. So you want you want to be an Instagram fan of Shameless Sex. So go look up Shameless Sex on Instagram, and then you within that week, one of the posts of that week, you like, you share, and tag Shameless Sex, and you're entered in to win three. three we'll thanks. ship you, you can one if win. you're a winner.
0: It'll change your sexual... experiences this well ring.
1: and the cool thing about cock rings is that they don't just have to be used in a cock you no. can use it as like a hand or finger vibe and just put it anywhere on the body too so if you don't have a cock or you're not playing with a cock you can still use this super awesome you, rechargeable vibrator and you can
0: use it on a dildo if you wanted to as yeah. well or throw it on a dildo um and, and a harness if you aren't into dildos i mean there's multiple ways to use it so it's not just for penis owners it's for anyone so get ready for that instagram contest everyone it's going to be wonderful. And we also, I just want to say, as the um the wino of the group, April's the wino, meaning of you and I, because well, I guess if we're in a group situation, I'm usually wino too. With pride, I wear that label. Um, we are drinking some fabulous wine tonight from margins wine and Amy now you know because you were not educated about wine as much and now you know what is natural wine natural wine also known as raw wine is pretty much
1: really what organic means but you know that organic is a whole bunch of bullshit these days because in the wine world it just means that you leave what sulfates or sulfites out sulfites sulfites out of it um, so sulfates
0: are in com- uh, computers and <laughs> shampoo. Yeah. You don't want sulfates in computers. computers. <laughs> I don't want to drink my computer.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like as, as, um, kind of like pure and, uh, natural as it gets. And they put a lot of little additives that you don't want, but they don't have to list in a lot of other wines and in natural wines, they don't do that.
0: So and That's one thing that we, we don't get very political, but, um, from a personal standpoint, I get like really charged up about what's in our food and, and sex toys and sex toys. Yeah. What's in our sex toys and our food, in our, in our lotions and potions that we put in our body. And hence the reason, I mean, when, um, Megan from margins contacted us about her wine, I was like, let me try it. And what is this about? And it was awesome. She takes delicious, underrepresented delicious. varietals, underrepresented, um, regions and it's all organic wine that is fantastic and it's preservative free so if you're not a wine drinker check it out try her wine Um, you can go on her website and sign up for her newsletter she makes really small batches so you know just grab a bottle see if you like it but sign up for a newsletter just go to marginswine.com and sign up for her newsletter and uh, oh sex question we did we have so many sex questions thank you first of all for writing us if you have written us a question and we have not yet answered via on the air because let's face it it's impossible for us to answer every question on the air we're doing our very best hence the youtube live live so if you still want to and you're compelled to always write us we will get to it eventually but uh you can send us an email at shamelesssexpodcast at gmail.com or go to our website shamelesssex.com and there's like a little question um form there like contact us or ask us a question and we will definitely reach out to you also before we get into the sex question If you haven't done this and you're an avid listener, please write us a review on iTunes. We value, we read them. I will read it in an accent. I know my German accent wasn't great. I've been working on it. Oh my God, we haven't done that in a while. We should probably do one soon. We should. And I think that, um, you know, it's it's really, we read every review. We just haven't read one on the air in a while. But we appreciate all the reviews and the feedback. We do listen um, and we love our listeners and we listen to our listeners. Um, So... Uh, please send us a review, go on iTunes and it's it's really to help build our um, our podcast from the grassroots movement so people can find us easier the and grassroots we don't make money um we hope to at some days are in our lives but
1: <laughs> someday but until then we'll just take all of this wonderful we'll take the verbal gratuity
0: we like the verbal gratuity
1: and we are going to be doing a um we actually talked about how we're going to do a free giveaway on our instagram of one of the um hot octopus cock rings so we will be doing that so maybe even um, a couple i think we're going to give away two i like it maybe three so stay tuned we are uh, working on that concept right now um so hopefully very very soon that will
0: come. which out. if you're not following us on instagram follow us on instagram check us out it's like we mostly just talk about well feature empowerment pieces and cool art and um follow us because we we love more followers on instagram we love you okay so we're so gonna sex do question. sex question
1: okay sex question I was just looking at the reviews to see if there's any new requests for um Accents. for an accent, but there wasn't. Um, so but there's some good people. Oh, John wrote, "Love the podcast. Very smart and informative. Keep it coming, please." With some hearts, thanks, John. Okay, we love you. Question. Next question. Uh, Patrick. Patrick asks two part question. Number one, I have Crohn's disease. I'm interested in prostate play, especially since there is some research to suggest that it helps reduce the risk of prostate cancer. I was wondering if either of you have come across this issue, if any gender identity, uh, in any gender identity, and if there are any tips or concerns you recommend or have regarding people with GI tract inflammation. Part one. Part 2. The beginning of my my wife and my relationship was extremely sexual. We've been together for 7 years and the sex is still really good but less frequent than I would like. We've discussed this at length and there is not animosity about it, but facts are facts and I'm horny all the time. She has always been more than more of the romantic and likes the cuddling, kissing and contact that is not related to the act of sex. When I really turn to on the side of the relationship, it almost always leads to sex and then before oh and then both of our needs are met. The only downside to this is that for me to be that kind of person is quickly exhausting and I ultimately lose some of my sex drive and start to find the sex more work than usual. My question is, what are your thoughts on this? Hmm. So number one, Crohn's
0: disease is actually like more common than... I mean, My well, no. roommate had that in college. It's super common. Uh, it is. And it's basically your body doesn't absorb the nutrients, the nutrients properly. So a lot of times folks are, are, um, not receiving the right nutrients and you're supposed to eat a special diet and there's a lot of things and it can actually be quite, they need like an Mm anti-inflammatory diet to, um, to help heal
1: the GI tract and the stomach and the intestines and all that
0: was, which is the gastrointestinal tract. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And we're not doctors. No, definitely not. I have a, Degree in environmental science and yeah. your human sexuality, but yeah, but what well, we can't well <laughs> talk about your butt. So yeah,
1: but about the butt, um, I would recommend reading Charlie Glickman and I forgot the other woman, Aisley. There's another he co- another woman that co-wrote it with him, um, the ultimate guide to prostate play. It has so much information there on prostate pleasure and prostate health. Um, I believe that they do talk about, the how the studies about talking about how um, prostate plate does help to lower inflammation, and inflammation is the, kind of the leading cause of cancer. So um, yes, there are kind of some indirect ways to help to decrease cancer by doing prostate plate to lower inflammation. Which um,
0: also, if just as a side note, if you do have an inflammation, an enlarged prostate, it's important to consult your doctor before you insert anything and do prostate play. Or so, if you have prostate cancer or any of that stuff, yes, you have to check in first. Definitely. And, and, and ask if that is okay. And they're actually Western medicine won't tell you, um, the benefits of prostate play. They actually, there's no hard science behind prostate play and, um, prostate cancer, alleviating prostate cancer, but, um, there's a lot of research in other countries that say otherwise. And
1: yeah, yeah. And it just, it's like a muscle, right? Anything that Mm -hmm. we continue to exercise and keep strong, such as a prostate or, you know, our arms or whatever, the less likely we are to have some sort of health issue. So, um, I recommend looking into that, if not just having that conversation with your doctor, um, reading the book, the ultimate guide to prostate play and, um, and then, in terms of you having a Crohn's disease, um, I know that there are anti-inflammatory diets that. Turmeric um, is really great for um, combating overall, overall diet. So, yes. it might make sense to direct your attention to the anti-inflammatory well even beyond pale you need to get rid of the nightshades and things though too like go beyond that it's diets everything like look look into anti-inflammatory diets and what foods are causing inflammation and i'm not a doctor again this isn't my specialty but um but from that regard to work on healing the GI tract and then from there, once the GI tract is healed, then maybe doing the prostate work. And
0: I would suggest also consulting like a naturopath nutritionist of some sort. That's going to suggest like what, like a, a balanced diet would be to fight inflammation, especially since you have, um, the inflammation in the rectum. That is something that you want to make sure like <laughs> you're, you're healing that from the inside. So when you are, um, you know, uh, doing the the old number two, it's not as painful. You mean pooping? Yeah. <laughs> doing the old number two. Yield two. Thank you, number two. Thank
1: you, number two. Okay, <laughs> part two about the sex drive. So you are horny all the time. You want to have a lot of sex. Um, your partner, she is more interested in all the romantic snuggling, cuddling, kissing, You have the ability to be the one to kind of initiate and make the sex happen. But when that happens, it's actually more work for you and kind of exhausting. Um, And so what are our thoughts on this? Um, My opinion is this sounds really normal, super normal. This is your wife's. It sounds like you've been together for a while unless you just got married. Oh, seven years. We've been together for seven years. Yeah. And the sex is really good. So you said the sex is still really good and it's less frequent. I say you guys are doing a great job already. You are all seven years. The sex is still really good. It's less frequent, but you're still having it, and you have the room for you to go outward and to be able to um, to go and turn your wife on or to get the mood going and for her to want to have sex. It doesn't sound like it's coercion. It just sounds like um, you initiate and spark the interest, and then it happens. So I think that you guys are doing an Awesome job, and it just sounds like there's some more conversations for negotiation of adding more sex in to your week. Um, we talked about this on the last podcast, and we talk about this often that um sex is a negotiation between two or more people so say you want to have sex four days a week and she wants to have sex one day a week then you find a way to meet in the middle and you redefine what sex is is sex always penetration is oral is making out is that sex is that what you're talking about so getting really clear so um my thoughts are on it are you guys are already doing a great job doesn't sound like there's any huge problems. It sounds really normal, and it just sounds like there's some more negotiation that needs to happen about what your needs are. And this negotiation
0: probably should happen regularly, like right. Check it, do check ins every month. Or How's do, our sex life? If, and if if it's the infrequency, as you said, Amy, and you you mentioned find what's what's a good balance for both partners but if it's a once or twice a week thing then set up a, a sexy date night where you know on tuesdays it's ta- it's taco tuesday and oh, taco tuesday <laughs> you're gonna have that happening your or taco. friday it's like it's fucking friday so you're gonna fuck it out whoa i like the names for, is oh, this what you do no but i just think it's a good idea I mean, sometimes it's pretty hot what about th- it's a uh, thongy thursday rip on a, rip off that thong get down You play a thong song
1: if you, if, again, if you're 18 years old, you have no idea what we're talking about.
0: No, the thong song, Cisco. The
1: thong the thong, thong thong. Is that trademarked? I mean, I think I can sing it. <laughs> we just can't play it on here. I'm just kidding. Shit, we just got sued by Cisco. <laughs>
0: Cisco. So I'd say to our listener, um, yes. Yeah, so if that is, I'm not exactly sure of all the details. However, as Amy mentioned, congrats for having um what you had to even mentioned being a healthy sex life um but i guess if you want more sex then talk with your partner He'd be like hey babe when you're sitting down hey look i love our sex life so much i want more of it can we do two days a week instead of once every other week uh, i suggest uh, taco tuesday and i want to fuck you friday
1: I wanna fuck, fuck you. you
0: on Friday. I oh, literally talked.
1: Oh God, I don't even sing that song. I wanna fuck you like an animal. Oh, <laughs> I have, like, that's my favorite karaoke me. song.
0: Ugh, people get really mad. I'll throw up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> first time I got finger banged to that song. <laughs> I got finger.
0: banged.
1: <laughs> uh, it was not fun. Oh, no. Um, all okay, right. Cool. So thanks, Patrick. I hope that that helped. I know that we're not doctors, so we probably didn't give you all the information that you want, but hopefully it's helpful. Um, and now without further ado we go into some steamy sexy sexy
0: conversation
1: on the s-factor
0: all right so here we go it's s-factor time and here we are with elise the beautiful the wonderful elise from s-factor wait wait before we
1: have the majestical magic phenomenal elise talk let's read her bio (laughs) this is true who is elise amy Well, Elise is Greek, so it's Elise Apostolos. Yes, I nailed it. Nailed it. Elise Apostolos empowers every woman to connect to her body's innate wisdom and pleasure so she can move through the world in her fully expressed radiance. As a certified S-Factor instructor, Elise offers deeply transformative trainings where what begins as a personal erotic movement practice within the studio walls can become a sustainable practice that enriches every area of life. Elise also guides women entrepreneurs to build the life of their desires through her online programs. She empowers them to put deep self-care and pleasure at the heart of their workday so they can lead with their feminine genius, avoiding overwhelm as a business owner. As a co-owner of Steel & Grace, Santa, Cru- Santa Cruz, California's premier pole studio, Elise offers a wide variety of weekly S-Factor classes suitable for women with or without dance experience. Find out more at sfactorsantacruz.com.
2: Elise, hi. Hi, Elise. Hi, ladies. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on Shameless Sex, Sex. 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 Yeah, she's got a damn the she's, jangle. She's a regular the jangle.
1: So, um, we, we talked about this in our intro, but April and I, um, were invited to your S Factor class this week. So we got an experience, a little taste of it. It was super fun. It was I've really never done, done that before. So, okay. Let's, before we talk about our experience, tell us, um, I, cause I have right here. So S Factor is a feminine movement practice, a sensuous workout for body and soul. That's intelligently designed to open the female body into a full free erotic expression. Um, But let's talk a little bit more about what S-Factor is, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, X-Factor, S-Factor? What is
2: S-Factor,
0: though. S like in sex. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about
2: S-Factor. So S-Factor is actually a movement practice that's been around for about 17 years, and it was developed by a woman named Sheila Kelly, who's an actor, and she was cast um, in a film as a stripper. And so she actually went to clubs, and she trained with strippers, and she learned how to move in this way for this movie. And during the course of this time, it completely changed her life. She actually realized that there were aspects of her body and parts of her body that she just did not have access to at all. So um, she made the movie, changed her life, spiced up her marriage, woo! and then women were like, what's going on? You look amazing. The mom's at the preschool. What's happening? What have you been up to? So she started a movement in her living room basically offering classes in her living room and then developed this beautiful movement practice that is now, um, really international. Yeah. It's all over the place Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I had only heard about it through, through you teaching it. But then when I looked
1: online that it was, it's something that in a lot of urban cities and Mm -hmm. we're not even Santa Cruz. Are we an urban city? What are, I mean, not not really, but I mean, we're here. So, um, okay. So it was designed. So she, she taught, she taught herself this by going to strip clubs and things and to watch other dancers and then developed her own practice. And then people saw how much this was changing her life. She was shining and beaming from it. And they're like, what are you doing? And they wanted to learn it too. And so she started sharing it and it grew.
2: Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Did you study with her. Um, I study with her and some of her master teachers. Okay. I actually discovered S Factor by accident. Ooh. So I have a history of dance and performance and um, theater, and I've been dancing for years. And I was in a year long retreat, and it was just something that was kind of offered at the retreat. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this S Factor thing is. I'll go check it out. I'm a dancer, I like to move. And I go to my first class, and as you gals got to learn the routine, Um, some fun, sexy things. The other women in the class were much more advanced and they're like mounting the massage tables and rubbing against the walls. And I'm like, I don't know, this might be a little too sexual for me. I was, Mm. I was not quite sure, but I'm like, I'm going to stick with it. And I finished that two hour class and my body felt like she had never felt before. Mm. And I was hooked and I went every day, two hour class every morning for the retreat. And then just haven't stopped since. I literally, after the first four days was like, what is this? I want to learn it. I want to teach it. Every woman in the world needs to have this.
1: Mm-hmm. How many? So how long have you been doing it then?
2: About three years.
1: Damn, you are a sexy dancer. I was, yeah, I, you I really was, are. I was creating all these stores. Cap accounts. power. She's, she's been dancing for like 10 years. Oh, yeah.
2: All all Well, you have a dancing the, background, but. Yes. Well, the thing is, though, is all of us are sexy dancers. It's just about getting into that place in our body. Mm. Because we're shut down in many, many areas. Or stuck in our heads. Or stuck in our head, exactly. Which is what I was
1: doing when we did the class. I was like, I'm awkward. I'm like, you know, five, almost 5'10". And (laughs) so awkward when I move. And so I was in that story in my head. And I'm like, nope, just deep breaths. Just
0: do it. (sighs) I love strip clubs. So that's the only though my research and development (laughs) so i like try to channel my inner stripper and i value dancing pole dancing in general i think it's beautiful and i love strip clubs because i love watching women in all of their glory command on the stage a group of people and command their attention and i think it's awesome that their payment are the dollars or whatever they are um and so Your class kind of brought that out of me, but I would recommend it. I've been talking about it with some people because I thought it was – it. you kind of – that power comes out of you when you're like – Commanding everyone's attention in the room, and it's really fun.
1: And you could, and you were, you said in the beginning, so the class had this, um, what is it, 40 warm minutes up. warm up? 40 right. minutes warm up. Warm the, the lights were dim, there's red lights on. I don't are all X Factor classes like that? They are.
2: Okay, so no mirrors, dimly lit, and part of that is so that we aren't thinking about what we're supposed to look like. It's that yeah. getting out of our head thing. Here yes. mm. we're just talking about in right, the body. and it creates this kind of like cozy. I think of it as like a sacred womb yeah. space, and just all the exterior stuff gets to quiet down so we can tune in more with our bodies.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I felt that that in there. We were it was our first time, so um, I don't know about you April, but I definitely was like looking around Am I doing this right a little bit. But then I, I could feel that. You know, every little movement in there, it was just you know, we were doing some certain movements, we just take our hands and rub our hands all over our body and you were just adding this this new not new but just added addition of um sensuality to it, an embodiment to it and it just made everything kind of like super sexy.
0: and you close your eyes through a lot of it i was i was really trying to tap into my because i don't identify with Uh, Like, as being a a, a sexy woman, like, I'm always like, I'm very, you know, I try to get in touch with my feminine, but I don't identify as being sexy. Like, it gets awkward for me to be fucking sexy. Like, we we all witnessed that with my sexy walk.
1: Well, the sexy walk, you got confused. You're very sexy. You were just thinking too much. That's all. She was. It's (laughs) true. Yeah. Yeah, But I'm like,
0: how do you be sexy? I think, I think,
1: see, this is, this is, we're our own worst critic. And so, I'm the same way. Like, when I think of myself, sometimes I think I'm like, Almost like this six three awkward gangly skinny white guy.
0: <laughs> skinny white. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I.
1: That's like my my like alter ego. His name is Max, and he's really awkward. And I, sometimes I feel like that guy. Does I Max feel- wear glasses? Yeah, he, and that's totally, why I like guys he totally glasses. Does. He wears glasses, and so. But sometimes, when I, especially when I'm using my body, um, sometimes I feel like that person. Like you, you just said, Elisa, or like or, I don't know. Did you say this? I don't think that we're taught or trained to be in our sensual body all the time. In fact, there's shame around this that, um, you know, it, that we can't walk around in our sexiest place You know, just down the street. So we turn that part of ourselves off. And for myself, I know that. Um, I didn't, I just haven't had a lot of experience in there. And so I, and I have in the last couple of years doing like my somatica training and we do a seduction piece, but, um, you're kind of, I feel like what your work is and what S factor is doing is you are, um, teaching, is it reteaching people kind of bringing them back to the original state that was always theirs. That was kind of lost. Like it's always been
2: there. It's a birthright. I absolutely agree. It's mm-hmm. it's our sexuality. It's our sensuality. It's our curves. It's our body as women. It's our emotionality. It's the way that we connect with other people, all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, we do live in a world where we've been taught to be careful with our bodies and Especially women. R- is, well, I'm talking about women yeah, specifically. Okay, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been good reason. I think that our fathers and our mothers and our grandparents who told us to, you know, careful not stick your breast out too much and don't shake your hips when you're walking down the street because you could get. You know, hurt or raped. And so there's so much fear connected with our bodies as sexual beings that we've learned to shut that part of us down. And what I really stand for for women with S-factor practice is that there's this opportunity and this place they can come to where we can start to turn our bodies dial up again. And when you're in the studio, turn it up to twenty. You know, let mm-hmm. it be full out. Let yourself feel that part of yourself um, really for you first and foremost. And then one of the things I like to work with women about is how do we how do we modulate? How do we turn that dial up when we're in the situations where we can have that full expression and we know it's safe. And then how do we turn it down? We're moving through the world and we're like, this is not the place to be wearing that outfit. I better you know, grab a hoodie and put it on when I go to the gas station or like using discernment in the world, but not... Um, making ourselves wrong in our sexual feminine amazingness and not disconnecting. I think what we do is disconnect. Mm -hmm. This is about reconnecting and then learning how to navigate that in the world that we live in.
1: Yes. Turning on and off when it feels, I don't want to use the word appropriate, but feels right for you.
0: Feels good when you feel alive. So is this... Is S-Factor specifically only for women or can are there
2: classes for all genders, age groups? I love that you asked this. It is just for women. Okay. And it's something that I've been thinking about. I've had a lot of men ask me, can we come to your class? Um, and I've said no so far, but I've been thinking a lot about why. And part of it is because women in female bodies... It just changes when there's a man in the room. Just like I know when men are in a room, it changes for women. It's just there's a dynamic that shifts. And so I have decided to keep my classes only for women or people who identify as women. Um, the new studio, which I know we're going to talk about, that I'm going to be opening um, in May, we will have some co-ed classes. so, That's so exciting, by the way. there are amazing male pole dancers. There's no oh, reason yeah. a man can't get up on a pole. Right. Um, S-Factor just really is a space for women. Too. I dated a, a male stripper. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, he was Scott
0: Scottish Yeah, he had a, a He still likes my person. things on Instagram a lot of times. Oh, but yeah, he's a stripper and he was like really comfortable with himself and I respected him and he had some good moves. I'm like, dude yeah, I mean, yeah, he was like 28 and things.
2: So,
1: well, <laughs> nice. that's that's exciting. So it will have your new studio will have. So we have some. So when we say woman is a female identified, like if someone was a trans woman, they would be invited into that space too.
2: They are, and yeah. I, I have not yet had someone. Yeah, that that, you that know has of. shown yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, yeah, yeah. That I'm and, aware of. And but... then you'll have mixed
1: gendered, and so the, I, I would imagine. I wonder if that will be like a lot of like couples going together. I mean, you, me, don't know yet, but it'll be open. I think well, that's gonna be cool.
2: Yeah, I just announced the opening of the studio. My business partner and I just did a big Facebook like. Whoa, Thing yesterday, and both of us have been getting messages from men. Are there going to be classes for us? Maybe there'll be special workshops I could bring my partner. So I'm excited to, you know, have a space where S Factor really gets to continue on for women and the practice that's involved there. And then we're going to have all these other classes that can include couples. I and think men. that's
0: smart. I think that like offering to everyone I think is, is a great idea and you can curate something for men
1: well and we also live in a culture that thinks that sexy you know like sexy and seduction is very feminine mm-hmm. and that that the you know, men or even like you know whatever men or whomever they're into straight men or not straight men um that this isn't something that um applies to them and so I think that's probably confusing like how does a man in this culture learn to be sexy or sensual um, in a culture that says that men don't really do that or have that. Right. So I think that's great.
2: Yeah. I have men ask me all the time, what's the equivalent for me to do like what you're doing with women. And really what I'm doing with women is guiding them back to a connection with their bodies. So my answer to men is I'm not hundred percent sure. I'd love to talk more about it and get, you know, get your ideas, but something that has to do with connecting you with your body, mm. Because I think that's, we live in such a mind oriented culture and our body is just this amazing vessel with so much wisdom and so much expression that we're not always tapped into. So I don't know what the equivalent would be for a man to have that really, you know, if they have a strong masculine energy, like raw, how do you well, get into that? You know, pumping iron at the gym. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, again, it sounds like it's more of an inner listening. Like it's going to be different for everyone, right? Like just like each woman in your S factor class, you know, one woman, I was looking around the room during it and everyone was doing something similar and yet different and it was and that's how it should be right Mm -hmm. that there's an individual expression
2: and there was no wrong that was what i loved about it exactly Exactly. this is an invitation into your body to see how she wants to express so i refer to my body as a she Mm -hmm. took me a little while to get on board with that but here's why (laughs) i I was like this is kind of weird um because we are so mind-driven and i think i mean how often have you said something really shitty to yourself To your body, like looked at yourself and said something. So Mm -hmm. this whole idea of the body being a she is like this entity that's, that's, I get to love and care for. And just, so sometimes I call my body a she, I like that that too. We were,
1: we were talking today, um, in, I was in a retreat earlier and we were talking about how, and a lot in the psychology world, a lot of times they say that our inner talk or the way that we treat ourselves should be the same way that we would treat a child. So, like, because you wouldn't say it to a child. Like, you're—I mean, some people do. You're so fat. You're so ugly. You're, you know. But realistically, that's not how we should speak to children. And thats and a lot of our self-talk is very much that. It's—it's it's like so hurt, hurtful and harmful and negative. And so to just look at ourselves as like hurt little children, speak to ourselves in that way, in this loving, soft, gentle mm-hmm. way. And now, I mean, the way you're talking to, we're not really children, we're, t- we're sexy children now. So <laughs> sexy adults, talk to your inner sexy
2: adult. And you could take that one more step if you want, and actually give your body a name. So I did an Ooh. exercise with Sheila once, where she, we actually wrote like a forgiveness letter to our mind for all the horrible things we've said to our bodies over the years, and then over the years, and then we named our body. So what's your body's name? She's my sweet baby my, oh, sweet, my baby. sweet baby well, what would yours be named chip my sexy
0: foxy roxy sexy foxy roxy yeah i like nice. that
1: <laughs> i have no idea you know, what mine would be <laughs> no yeah you do i keep tapping into my inner what about right now
0: <laughs> what about um how about like maxi on Paxi? What's a I don't know you? whatever you want it to be <laughs> all
1: right I'll think about it through the podcast Fact. I'll come up with it at some point in this podcast okay oh, so there, so
2: this is your body that wants to be loved and nurtured yes and needs like forgiveness or yeah. or not forgiveness that is offering forgiveness and needs nourishment now there's also your erotic body and that's mm. a whole other story oh so she is, might this, have a different name oh, Erotic so is, body. okay
1: this isn't the erotic body's name
2: well, it's all one, Okay, it's all. but one. my okay. sweet baby is like, Oh, this, that's when, like, if I look at myself in the mirror and say you have fat thighs, which I really don't do that very often anymore, uh-huh. but that's one of the things I still have shame about is yeah. like I'm teaching women around loving our bodies as they are because they're capable and amazing and beautiful and sexy. And then and that curvy. shit comes yeah. out every once in a while in my head and I just like nip it. So that's like, that's the sweet baby. That's like, Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it kind of is similar
0: talking to your inner child.
1: I,
2: I get down on myself
0: when I'm in yoga, hot yoga class and stuff. And then I, I do the I am strong. I do that. I replace like bad thoughts. And I was conscious. I'm conscious of it whenever. And I said that today I was in hot yoga because you're looking at yourself and you're in all these poses and little clothes and you're sweating. And um, I said every time I, I was like, oh, I'm not doing this right. Or I look like look at that role. I'm like, I am so strong. I am so good. And I kept doing that because it's so hard. You get so, you're so mean to yourself. Yeah, I am. I shouldn't say you're, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I am mean to myself sometimes. I
2: think it's pretty common. Yeah. 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 So That's I'm going to say sexy, is foxy, like Roxy,
0: you're strong. Yeah.
1: sexy. Fo- okay. I came yeah, up yeah. with mine. Okay. It, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just a, like, I need to perfect it. But it's like a hot Amazonian because my thing is that mm-hmm. I'm so tall that I, it makes me feel a little awkward. The amazing at times. Amazonian. Just something hot though. Not just Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the alluring alluring Amazonian sensuous I like all of it <laughs> you can be all but of, gonna it. Be of it it's going to be something Amazonian because that brands, that reminds me that I am really tall and sometimes it's like wow she's really tall I mean I, I'm only really like five i I just sometimes I feel like just awkwardly tall. So anyways, this is an Amy therapy session. So we're going to move on from that. <laughs> At least. Maybe it needs to
2: be. Whoa! Well, <laughs> uh, it tends to happen when we delve into the body. There's, just, there's layers yeah. that get to be healed and expressed and shed. And
1: Yeah, I've, and I've done work around my inner masculine, the uh, tall, gangly guy named Max. Well, which is funny because my name would have been Max if I was... No, Ben was my name if I was a boy.
0: I think that this is a good example, and you bring this up, Elise, that uh, if... If our listeners out there, if you have like those thoughts and you bring up a great point, create a, a beautiful name for yourself that makes you feel good. And every time that you have a thought in your mind about you being a specific way that is less desirable, replace it with something that's affirming your beauty. Well, yes.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, and a self-care practice, which, well, this, that's what this I can is. actually yeah. add
2: a practice that's specific around healing some of our body shame. So, This is something that I've done a couple of times, and I actually do it occasionally as a reminder. And for some people, it might be a little bit edgy, but it's to actually strip and get totally naked and look at yourself in the mirror and really look at yourself in the mirror and find the places on your body that you absolutely love. Like I love my collarbone and shoulders. I don't know what it is about that part of my body, but I'm just like, that's so sexy. And like the way my neck goes, and then my collarbone and my shoulders, and I got nice arms and that little thing, this little place here on the side of my belly, like there's areas, right? So And then I get to look at those places and go, I'm so beautiful. I love that about myself. And even if it's just a few places on your body, just starting to really take in the unique beauty that is you. And then when we start doing that, it just, it grows, right? Our appreciation and the way that we see ourselves can grow. That's a great practice. I love that. I do too. Yeah, because, you know, I think we've talked about this before, the whole saying
1: of like, you you have to learn to love yourself, and you can't love anyone else until you fully love yourself. And then, like some people aren't fully gonna love themselves in mm-hmm. so many aspects of themselves. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot to love yourself, your mind, body, and spirit. But if you can find the little details of your mind, body, and spirit that you do love and focus on those things, then I mean, that's 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 perfect. That's wonderful. Yeah. So you're saying don't focus on things you don't love Then basically, right? Which is
0: like the theory of life, right? Focus on the things that you love. Yeah. Right? Right? Brings in more. The
1: glass is half full.
0: It is. Um, Okay, well, so
1: that was something that you just shared. So um, that was going to be one of my next questions. What are some tools or tips that you can offer folks right now to boost up their sexy game? So there's one looking in the mirror, but do you have any other tips that people who are listening right now? I know that we're going to talk about how they can actually work with you because this is an embodied practice. So this is something that is... um, is worthy of uh, learning more about in person, whether it's an online workshop with Elisa or um, in Santa Cruz, if you can make it here. But for people at home right now who um, want just something they can do tonight, what you got for them, what you got? <laughs> it's so hard to choose. I know, so many of them.
2: There's so many yummy practices. Um, so because it's a body practice, one of the things I like to do is just get people moving. And normally we move really fast. And really linear, linear, right? So we're like upright, straight, holding our bodies together and we're moving quick. So just slowing down. Mm. And that's something that you actually mentioned, Amy, the speed of the class. It was slow and letting your hands come on your body because sometimes we don't even know what kind of touch we like. Or, or we're not used to touching ourselves. We're used to other people touching us. And then we go, oh, we like that. And so this can be a great practice. I know we, we might talk about couples too, but how do you know what you like so that you can communicate that to your partner? Um, so that can be one, just slow down. So in class we were doing our S walk, Mm -hmm. which is just a slow kind of curvy walk. It's about a quarter of the speed of what you normally would do. And when you step, just letting your weight fall into your hips. And it's kind of like you're doing a drunken stumble trip, stumble trip. If you lose your balance, then you're then you're going slow enough. Um, and it can feel a little bit awkward, but it just slows us down and gets us really, really present. So I was slow. not good at that. I mean, I was good at that, but you were good at that. I got uh, I I got to get a little bit better at at slowing
0: down. Cause I always walk like I'm late to a meeting.
2: Yeah. And so most walk. people do. It's
0: actually a really good <laughs> practice for me to slow down. Mm-hmm. I'm going so, to ask walk to my car
2: today. I say S walk in the grocery store, S walk through the okay. farmers market. S- when you see me at New Leaf, I give And then every once in a while, you might run a, a hand up over your thigh okay. and just kind of graze your ass and be like,
0: uh, oh. like, "I just I like three good. numbers at New Leaf today. <laughs> I do What happened? I was just bending over to look at that chicken apple sausage, <laughs> and then my hand just made its way to my own
1: ass. Yeah, so like, what happened? So it sounds like okay. So to, to summarize, that then it's a slow down which is so funny because we talk about that all the time just about sexuality especially with touching genitals we say you know go slow and then go slower than that and then slower than that you know slower than slow in terms of touching genitals because that's not what porn shows but that's what genitals love at least for the first five ten minutes but you're saying incorporate more slowness in your everyday movements and with your sensuality as well and to just turn turn it
2: down yeah. a little. It's like you think you're going slow and go about half that speed and mm-hmm. just see how that feels. It just brings us into the present moment in our body because like you were saying, April, it was a little awkward doing that S walk like you might fall over. You know, it so it just gets us present in a different way. And I also noticed that um, you can play it
1: more of a fast-paced song, but you can move really slowly yeah. to it. You don't have to move really fast. You don't have mm-hmm. to move like every movement to the beat. You can move super slow to a faster song and just like let your body. It's like a you're like a snake. What's yeah. your favorite
2: song to dance to? Oh my gosh! So there's so if much you to had talk to pick about. One, though. I'm like, where do we go next? Do we talk about music? Do we talk about emotions? Just, do I'm we talk like about I'm erotic it. creatures? There's just so much. So it's all tied in. The emotions oh. and the music philosophy and mm. the erotic creatures all tied into this question you're asking me. Okay. Tell us. So my favorite song is Pleaser by Taiga. Ooh. It's so fucking hot. His voice just sounds like sex to me. It's Ooh. slow and it's sultry, but it's like edgy and grindy. I know Tyga. Mm. Yeah. Amy's so like, I used Tyga? to never <laughs> listen to I, I used right to never listen to music like this. And this would be the kind of music that I would be like Who, why would somebody write a song? This is like just nasty. It's about sex. It's misogynistic. It's talking about women needing to put towels down because they're dripping. Like, you know, all the thing around strippers and pole dancing and women being objectified for their sexuality. And I actually love this shit. And part of how I discovered that I loved it was I stopped thinking about the words and I let my body discover through being in that more brain immersed, is what we call it, when your brain just like your mind takes the back seat and your body takes over. You might be surprised what you actually like because there's a feeling that comes through music and it can ignite certain emotions and it can ignite a particular way of moving your body that might get you into a place of turn on that you didn't know that you had. So my body really likes slow, um, fierce muscle exertion movement that has a little edginess and turn on. And then I'm like, Rarr! but I never knew because I just wouldn't listen to that music. Like these words are horrible. Do you now know? Plane, I'm like, Do you know yeah, by
0: Jeremiah. What is it? The Plains song by Jeremiah. What is it? Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's it's like the best song to bang it out to ever but anyway you're gonna have to give me some um, I'm gonna give you your your favorite yeah there's like some (laughs) Frank the Frank Ocean album like orange like a whole the whole thing is like so good to get down to too anyway
2: Elise I'm gonna have to listen to that Tiger song please yeah Mm -hmm. I was listening to it in the car before I came in what I do before I get ready to like present or go Ah. on stage or lead I have this whole ritual of like how do I find my turn on which to me basically is like how do I ignite my chi how do I get my Mm. energy moving in my body so I'm I need to show up and be present um and so music and grinding against a wall or big hip circles that'll yeah. do it for me so <laughs> that's like your power posing april but yeah power posing is very
0: masculine it is very masculine i get bigger like power yeah. posing because it lowers your cortisol raises your i do it all the time in meetings i like always try to get big but i do love a power song before um, a, a big meeting or an event or something and, and getting into your sexiest self. Mm-hmm. Sexy self
1: just is your powerful self is just, you just feel so alive. And Maybe it. I
0: need to balance the, the, the power posing Ooh, with the boat. sexy thing and play do a yin yang thing. Play a sexy song
1: while you power pose and
0: then power pose, but then move your hips at the same time. Mm-hmm. You got it. Ooh.
1: Sounds hot.
0: I like Perfect it. Perfect combo. Woo. So, okay. So there's, that's, Amazing. Wait, was there any other piece that we missed from the the song um, aspect and... The emotional... The emotional connection. Power
1: animal. Did you say power animal? Erotic
0: creature. Erotic
1: (laughs) (laughs) creature. (laughs)
2: Close enough. (laughs) Something powerful and animalistic. So the erotic creature... Philosophy that's included with S-Factor is probably one of my favorite parts of this practice, and it really um, came from Sheila watching a lot of women's bodies in movement and being like, hmm, there's these similar things, there's similar ways of expression happening. So the idea is that the erotic creatures are um, these fun names like the Dangerous Challenger and the Ice Queen, and the Naughty Provocateur, and the Blissful Pleaser. And basically, Sheila gave fun names to emotional expression. Mm. So emotion is energy in motion, right? So when we're in, in our bodies, and we're moving, and that emotion gets to come through, it might look a certain way. And so this how this ties in with the music, and I'll come back around to the erotic creatures, is certain music will evoke certain emotional release. And so... There's this whole part of the S factor journey where over time, when you continue to drop into these kinds of um, movements on a regular basis, your body can kind of unlock the emotions that have been repressed and kind of pushed back down is an opportunity for them to come through. And so I think that's why my kind of nasty, edgy song choice is that I I didn't have much of expression of anger. Mm. It was like anger was already, that place was taken in my family structure and it was really scary the way it was expressed. So I wasn't going to be the one that was angry and it was scary to do that. So I just kind of put that aside. Other emotions were way more acceptable. And so that's part of my biggest transformation, I think, with my own journey with S-Factor is being like... Like my anger is so amazing and so powerful and it really equates to like my fierceness and where I can create boundaries and, and it's actually where I find the most energy in my body is by tapping into that, not in a, not in a, uh, like a violent way or an unhealthy way, but like it's a natural emotion and it's been repressed and now it's unlocked and I'm fully on board because nothing's you know, stuck down in there anymore. So music that we use in S-Factor classes is really, um, we choose specific songs for every playlist that we know will ignite or potentially bring out different emotional expression. Hmm. So it's not all just like happy and sunshine and rainbows. We're trying to also you know, kind of invoke
1: some of the um, intense Fire darkness. within. Yeah. The yes.
2: intense darkness. I yes. like that. We have 10 erotic creatures, five light emotions and five dark emotions. Ooh. Like so they get this. to play with all of that. I like
1: that. And a lot of do you think that a lot of people aren't playing with all that and navigating them? Like they they don't, there's a lot of them that people aren't, especially women, aren't going into, but this gives them uh, space to finally go in there?
2: I do. I, I have the belief that the emotions that we received love for, that we were taught were healthy emotions or good emotions that we have that access really easily in our daily lives. And the other ones are just kind of tucked away. And when we get into our bodies in a space where we can really let anything that's stuck in there, our muscles can open and things can start to move. Then we get to discover what we might not be expressing. Like I'm pretty happy, happy. You, you gals can tell. I'm like, Oh, welcome to class. Mm -hmm. And I like jump around and shit, but I start moving. Mm -mm, It's like slow and sultry and painful and rah. Like Mm -hmm. it's a whole other thing that comes through. And that's really the only place in my life where I express that in that way. But it's helped me heal my relationship with all of my emotions so that I can be angry and it's not scary. And I feel like I can do it in healthy ways where I don't hurt people. And Mm -hmm. it's been awesome. Yeah. Do you think that this, these practices,
0: the S factor, I mean, not not alone, but perhaps could be applied to a relationship? Um, Good question. I mean, because it feels like Obviously, it's getting in touch with your individuality and finding your inner sex goddess and releasing that fire within, but it seems like it could be applied to relationships. But if you if you had, I don't know, if you
2: had to tell me that answer, what would you think? What would you say? I love this question. That's actually what I've been thinking about the most lately because I have women coming to me saying, something's woken up in me and I want to do X, Y, Z with my husband I'm not quite sure how to ask. And I don't know if he's going to be on board. And then I'll get the call a couple weeks later. So I was really bold and I asked for it and it kind of didn't go so well. And, and then I, you know, I have other dancers who are like, my husband's kind of not quite sure what to do with me. So I'm hearing this theme of like, something is waking up and I'm talking about, you know, really traditional heterosexual relationships. And so I know this, I'm sure can happen in all kinds of relationships, but where women are, unearthing a part of themselves that they may not have had access to. And, and most of it is that they're connecting with their sexual center. And so there's no block there. And so now they have this new energy moving through them and this new connection with their sexuality and new desire for what they want to experience. And, and then they're navigating that in their relationships. And so I'm like, well, maybe that's what I should do is start working with couples and how do, you know, I don't, I don't know, but I get excited. Like, what, what do we do with that next? Oh, yeah. Right. But, but what I would say is if you are experiencing a change in your connection with your body, you're experiencing a change in your relationship with your sexuality is to just be really honest about it. And like you gals talk about all the time and communication and asking for what you want and, you know, asking in the ways that you often suggest people do dog bark sorry that's monty Monty monty's adorable
1: monty the mascot monty
2: he's being a guard dog
1: um so so well so in that sense then it sounds like so it's helping people it sounds like there's some layers coming off and then women are kind of going deeper into who they really are as sexual beings and then it's coming out and this person that you're talking about you know they're like this is who i am as a sexual being and then their husband's like I don't know. And so (laughs) they're like, what do I do with that? (laughs) So there's like a missing link. So maybe if you did, so it's, there's, there's potential for this. It's opening up doors for people to tap deeper into their sensual and sexual selves in a more authentic way. But then maybe the missing link is like, once you figure that out, how do you ask for what you want and how do you go further?
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And that's a lot of what you really guide people with. is like, how do you part two shameless sex? (laughs) (laughs) Give them a cookie and then make a request. (laughs) and like, (laughs) right. I mean, it's the way to do it. Sandwiches and yeah. like I love that you're doing this and I would really love this and, yeah I'd love a little more of this exactly exactly yeah. so I think it's all about how we approach it because in any aspect of who we are as individuals we change and so we need to know how to navigate and have tools for how we're changing as individuals in our partnerships and I feel like this is really similar
1: well and the other thing too for couples or partnerships is you go and learn some s-factor moves and it there's this part it can um, show you some things about yourself that you haven't tapped into yet Two, boost up your confidence so that you can just be more sexy in general when you go home to your partner. Three, you're going to learn some hot moves to bring home. So if you want to finally mm, do that true. sexy dance for your partner, then, I mean, yeah. April was saying that when we were there, she's like, I'm going to do this tonight. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I got my stripper heels ready. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> S-Factor is for the person going, it's for you and you can learn some tools to bring home too.
0: Absolutely. And there's yeah. dropping classes, right? As well as like courses, like beginning
2: and then intermediate and then expert, I'm assuming.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. so, so, so yeah the
2: expert um so when we open our new studio steel and grace there will be more drop-in options um this is actually one of the things that i've been navigating is like how do i how do i adjust the structure a little bit because drop-in classes are really really helpful some people need to be able to just pop in once every other week and they know they can come and they they get to have the experience um most of the s factor classes that i've been teaching are in an eight week series and the reason being is because of this kind of it builds. It builds. Yeah. It does. And like I, I teach at retreats often too. And so I just did a retreat recently with a woman. She's like the third time she'd participated in this retreat. Oh my God, Elise! I I'm popping. She's mm-hmm. like doing it again after having done it before, like new stuff is happening. And mm-hmm. so there is something about the repetition. Um, so I will continue offering eight week series at steel and grace for upper level classes. And then there'll be drop in classes and, and then all of our fitness pull fitness classes will be also be dropping and
0: what's your website for steel and grace steel and grace
2: poll.com so that's like s-t-e-a-l s-t-e-e-l oh my god i yes. can't spell s-t-e-e-l and
1: a-n-d grace pole, P-O-L-E dot com. Okay,
0: so check it out if you want to see Elise's offering at her studio on the west side of Santa Cruz, if you're local. Yes. Sexy studio, there's velvet, there's fur, there's all the things. There's a bunch of poles. You're going to love it. And you can go to also cruz
1: dot com to learn more. Um, what are your other offerings, though? So I know that you have online
2: offerings too. Like, tell us more about how people can work with you. I do have online offerings. This has been a fun development as well. So building my own business, I learned a little trial and error about how to stay in the feminine, which is what S Factor is all about while running a business, because we really have masculine models of how to do business. And um, the masculine model is great. We have to have structure. You have to have a calendar. You need to show up on time. You want to go into action. You want to finish things. And if we're always in that place and we have predominant feminine essence, that something gets lost. So um, I've developed a program called the Radiant Woman Immersion, and it's a six-month immersion where I'm um, guiding women through a process of learning how to... There's so many many layers, but really learning how to bring their feminine genius into their business, bring these embodiment practices in so that they can feel like they know how to work with stress by actually moving their body and keeping the emotions because you're going to be scared sometimes when you're running a business and you might be doing something bold, um, you know, your visibility oftentimes we're the brand of our business. So how do we feel like comfortable and confident in our bodies as the brand of our business? And how do we step into leadership in a way where we can, access our chi and have our bodies feel alive um, and that we're fully on board. Our sexuality is not cut off. Right. We've got we've got our whole selves showing up as we work. So um, I'm really enjoying this. is this is the third round that I've done of it. And the program keeps building and adding more layers. So this month is sex month.
0: Ooh! Mm. Wait, how do you find um, out? Is that on the,
2: uh, the
0: S Factor Santa Cruz website?
2: Correct. Yeah. Okay, OK, cool. cool.
0: That's it's great. Sex
2: month and we are going to pure pleasure Woo! i'm hey, bringing all my gals they're flying in and driving in and i'm hosting a retreat and we have one three-day um, retreat as part of the six-month program and so we're staying in a beautiful airbnb down on the beach nice. and we're coming nice. to pure pleasure your mom hooked us up with a little are we'll you teaching a Pure Pleasure in? as well yeah. are you doing a workshop i am i'm first friday in may i'm doing a performance actually with one nice. of my advanced students. And then I think it's the 11th. Of you May. can check out PeerPleasureShop.com. I'm doing a striptease class. Ooh, cool. yeah, so if you're pleasure. local,
0: yeah, yeah. Check out Pure Pleasure Shop's website for more information on their workshops. Um, but yeah. first Friday, every Friday of the every month. Every first Friday of the month. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so every, the first Friday of May. She's not dancing Pure Pleasure every first Friday. But
1: this one she is. This
0: one she is. She's so if you're local, her. check it out. And if you're not local, go on to S-Factor's Santa Cruz website. s Yeah, yep, that's where it is.
1: Do you want to recap or wait? I always like to ask the
0: question. I think this
1: is always a a good good question. question. I think we should do this in every podcast. (laughs) We will. So, we should, we will. Um, So, if there's one piece of information that you hope the listeners got out of this that you just wish everyone could know a golden nugget of sorts about what you're talking about what you're offering what would you like that to be what do you think that should be what is what should everyone know and there's might be like eight pieces you can even name two if you want but like what are some key things that if people just like only walk away with that it's you're okay with that is it like the slow, go slow down?
2: Trust your body. Ah, yes. Internal you know those system. little like gut instincts we get that we tend to override sometimes? Just trust your body. She's incredibly wise. She totally knows and grind your hips against anything as often as you can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I like that too. That's a good one. I'm going to do that more often. I I, I also want
1: to let everyone else know that um, if you're not following our Instagram yet, you should because what we're going to do right when we're done with this podcast is uh, we are going to record some little clips of us practicing some of the super sexy sensual moves that Elise has taught us and it might also look a little awkward because we're still learning but um, we're going to practice here and then we might even have April show us her own sexy stripper dance because she is um well educated <laughs> it's
0: if I, if we play my favorite stripper song oh we're playing it oh, we're gonna, we're gonna so, play it. so
1: this is my shout out to say that you should follow our instagram yeah. shameless sex it's shameless sex on, in- on, instagram. on instagram and you can actually see these clips because by the time that this podcast is up those clips will be up there too
0: and so, yeah, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Our Instagram is pretty, it pops off. It's pretty good. It's pretty so exciting. Check us out at Instagram. Elise, me- thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for everything, for sharing, for being here, for being amazing.
1: And I just want to throw out just your website one more time. com and steal S-T-E-E-L and A-N-D Grace Poll, P-O-L-E dot
0: com. Excuse my bad spelling of steal. I don't know what S-T-E-A-L is, but... You're going to steal something. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, from my police reports when I was 13. <laughs> oh, that's cute. You're cute, too. I love
1: you.
2: Special. Thank, Thank you so least. much. You're so Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Come dance with us at Steel and Grace. I hope you guys oh. keep coming back. Oh, you're just it. getting started on the pole. I'm
0: excited about the drop ins because I've already talked to some girlfriends about it. And I was like, yeah, I want to do this class. You'd love it. And they're like, I can't do an eight week class because I have a kid. And I'm like, well, exactly. I think there's drop ins. So that's great. We can't do an eight week class because we're out of town half the time. But I I left there
1: wanting more. Me like, too. Like I left there wanting more. I, le- I went, oh, there, I went there feeling a little scared because it's edgy to dance on a pole in, fr- in front of other people. And I left there like, I want to do that again. Yeah, me too. So I highly recommend trying it out. And if you're not in Santa Cruz, then there's the online courses or you can probably find one in your neighborhood.
0: Well, thank you for spending your Tuesday or whatever day you're listening with us. We love our listeners. And remember to tune in every Tuesday because we see you next Tuesday. And hit us up anytime you want to email us with questions, comments. Oh, your five star review. Nice wish catch. You're welcome, For dad. Wish at Shameless at Gmail I'm sorry, Shameless Shameless sex Podcast
1: <laughs> Sean Connery.
0: <laughs> Love me a Scottish. Uh shameless at gmail.com or go to our website shamelesssex.com for more. So ciao for now.